Good afternoon, gentlemen. David and Phil, how are you both? All right. How you doing, boys? Doing all right? All right, all right, yeah. Doing okay? That's what I, I think that's my standard reply to everything. I'm all right. Good day, I'm all right. Bad day, I'm all right. I'm all right. Okay, better this, better that. So, before we get into it, um, our sincere apologies to our listener or listeners for not recording a podcast a couple of weeks ago. Um, something came up which is way more important for the three of us, didn't it? <laughs> we were just having a laugh. <laughs> a couple of daft lads having a, having a right laugh. We were ready to go, weren't we? And then an hour and a 20 minutes later, we were like, we've not recorded anything and we were just having like extreme funny banter. And we just thought, sod it, we'll mm-hmm. come back in a week or two time. <laughs> and that, but that's how yeah. it started, though, didn't it? It just started as us just having a chat. Um, and the stuff we were chatting about probably would need more editing out than leaving in, I think. Mm. But to be fair, I, I don't think I've laughed that hard in, in ages, years maybe. So thank you for that. I needed that lift. We went turbo cod, didn't we? We were turbo codding. <laughs> We'd levelled up. <laughs> We, we, we'd, we'd gone to another dimension, I think, with that one. With no alcohol. <laughs> That's the scary thing. Don't need it, do you? That, is that the spin-off series, TurboCod? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah it, 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 it will get heard and then quickly taken down after about, it probably go live for about five minutes and then get blacklisted. So let's have a, a quick uh, little, little bit of a catch-up for, for our listener, listeners. Uh, Dave? You've been away? Yes, yes, indeed. I went to Madrid to do a run, which was class. As like literally arrive, do the run, a few beers, come home. But it was absolutely fabulous. Nice. And then I've just been in Tenerife for uh, for a few days on the road bike, doing some road riding, hill climbing stuff. We did we did the hill climb to wow. Mount Tidy, uh, which was bang Tidy, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. So I'm back now. I'm back in the land of back in the land of the living-ish, so to speak. Oh good. Back in the UK. Will we be in? So um Phil, we been up to, mate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, not lots. I've certainly haven't been cycling around, running right, doing all whatever, whatever he's been doing around Spain. <laughs> I've uh, just become a trustee of a community charity wow. uh, recently. So that's that's been very nice, and I'm I'm sort of doing a bit on that, getting a bit of fundraising going for for them. So I'm quite chuffed with that. It's quite kind of my. I always always said that when I when I um, when I left my old job and recalibrated one of the things I wanted to do was sort of do more work in the community mm-hmm. and doing, doing what I do, but sort of, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. Quite nice. It's not as exciting as sun run and beer, but you know, Hey ho. Yeah, indeed, mate. Indeed. Yours is more beneficial for the greater good. Yeah. Good to hear. Phil, Phil, do you want to, do you want to um, give a little uh, mention to the charity in, in question? Yeah, it's uh, it's called Home Community Cafe. It's a Ooh, cafe nice. run out of uh, uh, nice. Vicar Nick's Church, in fact. Um, so yeah, and it, and it, it provides opportunity for people who are excluded for whatever reason to develop their uh, employability, uh, and generally provides a hub for people to meet and uh, uh, connect whatever their sort of walk of life. So. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, that's brilliant. Like, well, we've said this so many times. Communities have just been broken apart, haven't they? And that's a that's a great thing to do, just to drop in, have a chat, connect, learn from each other. Yeah. Oh, well done, Phil. That's that's really good work. No, yeah. No, very I, nice. I applaud Thank you. you. I applaud just you. checking out the website now, Phil, and the cakes look really good. I know they are. They are proper. What are you doing, Andy? Um, did they have um? I've become an ambassador for a local charity. You remember? Steve Hill, who who was yep. on recently, yeah, amazing um, man. I'm an ambassador for Team Hill and did the London Marathon wearing Team Hill colours. That was that was pretty cool. Enjoyed that. That old thing. Yeah, that old thing. Privileged to do that. Real privilege to do it. Mm. And it felt different this time because I was I was actually representing a charity rather than just running for me or running for it in a running club colours. So that was pretty cool. Did the entry 10k? Uh, got burnt. Actually went to Mersey. Sunburn. Sunburn, yeah. It was boiling, boiling. Or burned off. <laughs> by, by a 12-year-old. 
I tell you what, that's rich. That's rich, that Phil. I know. I'm sorry, dude. Sorry. I, I mean, know, I, know, I, I, know, I, I don't mind if a 12-year-old goes running past me because that's good on them if that's the case. <laughs> I'd sulk for a month, but I'd be pleased for them, of course. Um, and I've just been simplifying things. I've just been, it's been my mission over the last few weeks just to simplify things. We've just had this, this feeling that everybody seems a little bit overwhelmed at the moment and overloaded. And I must admit, life has just got like that. Since, I think since lockdown eased, people have just gone mental and doing loads of stuff. And yeah, I, I don't know. So I've just been simplifying things. I've deregistered the business now. I've just gone simply self-employed. Don't want to grow a business. All I want to do is coach people and enjoy enjoy what I do. And that's what I'm doing now. So simple, simple life. Yeah. Nice. And that's it. That's it. I, yes, man. I, Yes. I'm feeling a, I'm feeling a bit left out the fact that you're doing proactive community investment input and I'm like just off I go again on my jack so I might I might have to raise my game so the next time we come again are you doing that yes I have signed I am doing this now so I am part of the three of the inputness into the global so I need to get my arse in gear don't I don't worry though Dave because you're not a failure I mean, unlike our, our ability to record a podcast a couple of weeks ago, where we completely failed at recording it wasn't a podcast, a fail. but completely succeeded in having a laugh. It's true. The appearance of failure of not doing the pod resulted in an even bigger success from our own perspective because of what mm. it became. Do you know what I mean? Which was, which was ace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, so we decided to talk about failure in this, this pod. So whose idea was it? We agreed, but was it yours, Dave, or was it yours, Phil? It might have been mine, yeah. Off my, off, off my ever, ever expanding list of it, list of information. Uh, I, do you know what? I think the idea came from a conversation that I had with my boys around. So, my eldest is going in, just about to start doing his GCSEs, and my youngest is also starting to do the exams. It's that time of year, isn't it? And we were talking about. Hmm school and how school is driven that everything has to be you have to be right in everything you go to it, everything's got to be right you know you're driven to do things a particular mm. way do it this way this is the right way to do it and at the end of it you've got to get all these things right to get the best possible grade you can so it, it's it's driven uh, with, with with the fact that you can't get anything wrong so we ended up having a conversation around you know, there's nothing wrong with getting things wrong or, or, or failing at things because if you don't fail at things, you're not experimenting, are you? You're always going to do things the way that somebody's mm. always told you to do it. You're never going to know any different. And the boys were like, yeah, but that's not the way it works. And I said, that's not the way it's taught. But life's different, you know. You, you need to be, and you've got, you got to take a punt on things and see if it works and if it doesn't. If it works, great. If it doesn't, it moves on. And it, the conversation we're having was around the fact that I've failed at more things that I've succeeded at. But if I hadn't have failed at the things I've failed at, I wouldn't have succeeded at the things I've succeeded at, you know. So mm-hmm. the conversation the conversation came with, came from that and going, look, as long as you give it give it 110%. And if you and if you do fail or you don't get where you need to be, at least you've given it 110%. If you're going at 80-90%, then you're rolling a dice, aren't you? Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you don't get it, then do you know what? You probably don't deserve to get it. And if you do, you've winged it. You, you've got lucky. So the conversation came from that. And then thinking the way that I used to look at failure because of the way that the way it's described and the way way the way that failure is understood and the way that I used to think about it, which was which was that way. And and having a and building regret around failure. And now I don't. Now I don't. Mm. If I fail at something, I'm buzz I'm just buzzing that I've had a go. And it, my motto my motto or my my, the way I look at it is, you bet, you're better to do something for for a day and decide it's not for you to, to spend an entire lifetime going, I wonder what it'll be like if I'd have had a go at that. Mm. That's the short yeah. version of it, boys. That's brilliant. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to Talking Cod. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You've just done the full summary and an intro and, and the meat and the bones, everything all together there, Dave. I couldn't agree more with you, though, um, in, in terms of, you know, just giving it a go. And you're not failing. You're just trying, aren't you? But yeah. just just going back, how, how, old, how old is your son again? Joshua is 16 and Max is 12. So 
teenagers are having discussions around failure. And my, my kids, my kids did the same. You know, you, you feel like a failure or I don't want to fail. It kind of stops young people from trying things out though, doesn't it? If you, if you can be perceived as failures, maybe that, that whole culture or the system within schools and potentially academia in general, it is this perception of you succeed or you fail. Is, is that, is that what they're feeling? I think, I think in education, it can be as black and white as that, but they both, mm. they both play a lot of sports and they play a lot of football mm. at a really, at a really good high level. And the way that they treat that is completely different, you know. So you've got the educational mm. side of it, the academic side of it running one way. But when you move into the sports side of it, it's, it's, it's completely different, you know. That's built around. Interesting, isn't it? You've got this, you've got them, you've got, you've got them, you've got that. It's a completely different culture, you know. It's a completely different culture. Mm. And and the fact that you, you, you train and you work for something and then you go to have a game and on that, you know, you're always – you're always looking to do your best and always looking to improve. But then there's always the analysis after it. Okay, what's worked and what's not worked? What did you do well? What could you improved on? Okay, the actual result didn't go our way. Right, what can, what, what can we learn from that? You know, there's a lot of analysis that, that sits behind that. And it's not looked in a negative way. You, you know, you may, you may be, you know, there are negatives to it. You've had, you know, you didn't do this and this, but okay, why did that happen? And what can you do it differently next time? And also, what would you try differently? What would you do differently? Mm-hmm. You know, because the it, it the, it's about building on the basics. So you've got the absolute foundations of 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 what you can then go on and try different things with it. So I think the mm-hmm. fact that they've got the mo- the molding of the academic side of it which is that system runs as it currently does, which we've said before is completely out of date and needs to change. And then looking at mm. the sports side of it, and this is, I can only, this is, fo- I mean, this is football, you know, and I guess a lot of sports go that way. It, it's significantly different, significantly different. Yeah. It's, it's interesting when you talk about the different contexts, it's like there's academia or there's education and that, approach to success and failure is different to say sport and you know the three of us are involved in business communities as well aren't we so I mean Phil you know we've had corporate jobs and businesses as well that word failure does that does that have a different meaning to you I was just reflecting on the education bit before before that um so I'll, I'll let me just like make an observation on the education thing versus the sport and then maybe think about the business thing because I think the the it strikes me um education is and and from what dave quite rightly said there like you know education is measured in quite black and white ways Mm. right you either succeeded at these gcses and got decent grades or you got you know a 2-1 or what have you you know a, 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 a higher education uh and the if you if you don't achieve those things it's quite easy to be perceived in your own right as a failure, um, which is there's a fucking lot of learning goes on mm. <laughs> um, to just to be distilled down into to a certificate, like whether you know a number on a certificate, and and I think that's it's a it's a very like even it's been. <laughs> In the, in the news recently about Ofsted, so you know Ofsted then go in and um, rate schools, um, and that is a very binary um, mm. um, measure, which is you know you either you're either outstanding, you're good, or you need you need improvement. And you know that poor lady um, mm. at the school that was in the news, Ruth, Ruth Perry, I believe. Yeah. You know she 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 committed suicide because the Ofsted rating, the binary, well, you know, one of three options didn't go her way. And despite all of the hard work and and, and everything that she put into the school for a lifetime, it wasn't good enough. And yeah. I think that is. That's just you know what Dave t- 
talked talk about their like, sport being different, being about analysis and going, okay, we, we did this right. We need to improve on that. And, and I've no doubt that goes on. It certainly goes in on in schools to a degree, but it isn't, it's not all hinged on that number mm. or that rating. And mm. I think that's quite, that's pretty crap really, mm. especially when with young forming minds and clearly with, with all of us, because you know that 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 poor poor head teacher. Um, so I think you know, and because I, I never I never went to university to university. So I spent a sort of big chunk of my early professional career thinking that that put me at a disadvantage. Mm. Um, and and you know, I'd be in meetings with people. I might have said this before on the cast, but I'd be in big meetings with people, and you know, everyone else would be, you know, uh, highly educated people with um quite senior positions but still would be spouting nonsense with mm. apologies to any of those people that might be listening <laughs> you know and uh, but still i would think well it's i'm yeah, i i'm the stupid one here because i've just got this sort of pragmatic idea about what needs to happen but it's not academic and it's not you know not coming from 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 these people's mouths so mm. I, I think there's a lot to be said about certificates and i know Dave and I have talked a bit, bit about this from a sort of business uh, venture point of view as well, and that all needs to change. Um, but failure in business, I think it's the same, isn't it? You've got to kind. Of, it depends. I mean, it depends how how much that failure has an impact. Because if you fail um, at a project or a, a venture, you know, or, you know a some you know something you want to sort of just make happen and that doesn't quite come through the way um you wished it yeah yeah you, you can quite easily sort of dust yourself down and and learn from it but if you make a almighty clangor and your business fails as a result of that not having an eye on whatever it is new business costs etc cetera, etc cetera, well there is a point where that failure is going to have a material impact on you, isn't it? Mm. You know, so there's different levels of failure, you know, the relatively inconsequential stuff that's easy to learn from and the bigger stuff where you think, well, shit, that puts me out of pocket for, you know, a degree of time. Interesting that, because when when we talk about business or work context, the, the comparison amongst people in a boardroom, for example, or a meeting room, you know, this person's got, letters after the name or they've been to university mm. it kind of almost hints at imposter syndrome again it's that thing which comes up yeah. time and time again we compare ourselves to other people so therefore i feel like a failure in this room and i don't mm. belong here which is wrong and that comes up a lot in, in in a lot of the work i do people talk regularly about that you know why do i compare myself to other people because you're clearly adding value you wouldn't be there otherwise so why do we do that but then also you know you touch on the business context there and Sometimes it's that attitude to risk. We, you know, in this country, if we, you know, if we try set up a business, it didn't quite work out. The business was a failure. I am therefore a failure. Whereas in the US, you kind of you you kind of treated differently. If you've got two failed businesses, you're in your third one, it's going. You've learned a lot. You know, absolutely. The attitude towards you is completely different. You know, you're a you're a go getter. You know, you're a person who, who who strives for success. You know, you're not bothered. In this country, it's like, oh, I've tried it, it didn't work, I'll go back to my job kind of thing. Obviously, Dave, you've got experience of speaking with people through that journey as well, haven't you? I mean, I totally agree what you're saying. I I think the culture of of the UK, in a lot of instances, is people want to bring people down. You know, like like you say, someone's tried something, it's failed, Mm. and people will celebrate the failure. Not in a, I'm talking like in, in yeah, well, they didn't do this Mm. right, and they'll they'll slate them. In the States... They'll, so they'll, they'll celebrate, you know, awesome, you did that, you did this, and what happened there, and what happened, at least you had to go. It's a completely and utter different culture. And I, I will yeah. literally take my heart off to anybody that has a go at, at anything, you know, whether it's business or it, that's outside of your comfort zone. Take a punt, you know, take a punt. Why, why not? Mm. You know, as long as you're not. You know, as long as you're not risking everything. But sometimes, sometimes, depending on the individual, you roll the dice. You risk a lot, don't you? It, it's all mm. all depends on 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 the person. It's it's like when you 
it's like, and this is going to sound so dry and boring, but say you're doing your pension, your pension review, and the guy sat down with you and they want to identify what's your level of risk. Do you know what I mean? Do you just want to put your yeah, money in a pot yeah, yeah, where yeah. it goes there and you might get minimal return, but you might not lose something? Or do you want to go the other side where you put your money in the pot and you might lose a substantial amount, but you might make a shitload more? It, it's, that's, it's, that's, it's 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 cultural yeah. thing, isn't it? Language interests me in this. You know, the, the language we use and how we associate those words to ourselves in, in a few different ways. Like you, absolutely right, Dave. It's like failure or success is dependent on your attitude to risk, and the word risk suggests that you're gambling in some respects. Like you know, if you don't gamble, then you'll never win. So in which case, if you take the easy route you're not very risky, you know, you're kind of risk averse and you're not a gambler. That's the safe option. But then again, Mm. you don't really succeed at anything if you do that. So if you're not going to try anything, how can you possibly succeed? So I think that the language that we use, well, this is the thing, isn't it? And and there's so many quotes, you know, you you know, there's three already popped to mind about success and failure and trying and all kinds of things, which, you know, you you listen to me go, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So from a sporting background, um, was it Michael Jordan? Who 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 said I've missed more than nine thousand shots in my career? Uh, I've lost three hundred. I've lost three hundred games twenty six times. I've been trusted to say that winning shot, and I've missed. I failed over and over and over again. That's why I succeed. Because you just if you don't try, you cannot possibly succeed. And I I really do I do like that one. Um, but it, it, I mean it's a quote and it's a, it's a sporting one. I think the sporting quotes make a lot of sense. So I think. For me, the use of language is 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 risky, and what I mean is what I mean by that is, you are a failure if you do not achieve that. Is a very damning phrase, and it's a very risky thing to say to someone. And if you said that to a child, just don't fail at that. Imagine the pressure you put them under. And I know it happens because it's happened to me, and it's happened to my children as well. Not from me, but from teachers. You know, you fail to get the grade that you should have got, but it's no longer about you know, it's not about the grade anymore. It becomes the person. You are a failure. And what does that tell you? And that, that's why it's so risky. And it doesn't happen at school. It happens at work. You fail to hit your targets. That happens every day with employees. And that's telling them that you didn't fail to hit the target. You are a failure. And that's what happens in our lives. And it's happened in my life too, too much as well. So I'm going to ask you a few questions, Dave and Phil. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I know what, how you're going to answer these. So I'm going to with Phil first. Tell me about a time where you felt at that time that you had failed, whether there was in a hobby, a pastime, or in work or in business. Dave, you know the question's coming up, so get prepared. I suppose for me it was at that point, I got to a point with music where I kind of, I'd had some reasonably decent breaks and it didn't manifest into what I wanted to manifest it into. And I don't ever, I don't necessarily see it as failure. And this is the, the thing. It's like, you know, I was quite entrepreneurial with music and, you know, it made me have the confidence to build a network and the confidence to have conversations with people, despite not having this bleeding degree um you know so although it felt confronting that just felt like well you know this is it now you're gonna have a a a different life to the the one that you anticipated I don't think it took me long to appreciate where it where it sent me you know Mm -hmm. um whereas if it had been five five years previous and some order would have said well you'll get to 28 and you'll decide you can't do it. And and I would have been really crushed by that mm. at 23. Someone had told me that, or if I'd have traveled back and told myself that, but I got to 28 and, you know, things had rearranged around me. And the fact that I had had a bash on the music and had, I hadn't been um, sat back waking, waiting for stuff to happen. You know, I was proactive and, and I've made things happen. I think that's why those doors were open to me. Um, so, yeah, that's that's probably the failure 
thing, but quickly sort of realizing that it it, it kind of wasn't. It might have been a might have been a detour, mm-hmm. uh, but ultimately where it took me, you know, and and where it all where it it, it took me almost instantly wasn't wasn't a failure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like things move in mysterious ways, don't they? And I, I think you know, for me, it was when I got my job at. Uh, uh, the creative industries development service where I met Dave, you know, it was kind of like I wouldn't have got that and therefore wouldn't have got everything else a- a- achieved in life if I hadn't have been mucking around with music and, and being mm. in that space for a while. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's mine. No, that's pretty cool. So, I mean, it, it's an honest thing to, you know, to, to talk about, but at the time when you felt like you'd failed, what, what was the opposite of that? What was success? You know, could you, at that time, could you see what success looked like or hear? Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Because, you know, you're, you're in bands and you're, you're from Manchester and you know people that have been successful mm. um, and they're not much different than you. They certainly don't have a degree in being a se- successful uh, musician. Um, you know, so I could see success. Or had a hint of it, not not yachts and limousines and all that kind of thing, but just you know, success to me then would have been making a career out of out of music, being in a band or producing or mm. or doing something like that. That's what success. It wouldn't have been it would have been measured in 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 you know um, in cash or um, belongings. No. It would have been that'll all work itself out but you know it, it, it was the the fact that that i wanted to achieve something substantial with with music mm, yeah that was that would have been success you're still involved in music now are you a bit yeah i dabble i dabble but I, you know i don't have it you know i have a healthier relationship with it because i'm not i'm not expecting it to um do anything other than give me a bit a bit of Focus time for something else. Yeah, I don't. I'm not expecting it to pay my mortgage. No, you know, no. uh, and that makes it. Yeah, you don't do it as much, but when you do do it, you kind of enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I, I just, I just, I just find it fascinating that if we'd succeeded at something that we felt that we'd failed at, our lives would be so different, and the chances are, what you've got in your life now, you wouldn't have had you succeeded. You know, so. Essentially, succeeding, you would have failed. You would have failed at yeah. what you're doing now, if you see what I mean. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you yeah. Know? No, completely, completely, completely. I can trace the path back. You know, it's that simple. You know, I I ended up uh, sharing a flat with uh, Tamu. We had on a couple of oh, couple yeah. of months ago, but the flat there um, was um, my boss's at the time when I started at Sidsy had a flat that he was wanting to rent out. So I wouldn't have known that flat was available. If I had not known that flat was available, I wouldn't have met, probably wouldn't have met Sophie, my wife, you know, there's a whole chain there. And then like career wise, all the things that happened as a result of that, you know, simply wouldn't have happened mm. if I was still mucking around in, in music, you know, I'd be, I'd be like, what's his face on, um, League of Gentlemen. It's a shit business. What's he called? <laughs> the, uh, Les, Les McQueen. Les McQueen. It's a shit business. It's a shit business. <laughs> I didn't never want it to be that guy. So, you know, and I don't think I am. So we often want what other people have, don't we? And that's that, mm. sometimes that's that definition, you know. So, like, I want what Tom, what Tom got. It's that, yeah. you know, and there's yeah. that comparison again, isn't there? And there's probably things like if Tom's touring and he's not home for a month or two, he's probably thinking, I wish I had a life like Phil sometimes. Where I could just. Sure, he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm making it up. But yeah. um, taking the actions, yeah. the, the most important thing there, isn't there? Dave, same question to you. What, what have you failed at or did you think you failed at at the time? I'm just thinking about what Phil said there and the way that Phil's perspective now is probably similar to my perspective, but that's because of the age that we're at. Whereas if we were having this question mm. 20 years ago, uh, our, our thinking would be much more black and white. But then I'm thinking, then something else pops into my head. In some instances, maybe failure is very, you can define it black and white, as in literally like you've got a task to do. And if you don't do this, then this will not happen. So that mm. is, it can be as black and white. 
you know sometimes that you know that that, that and that is a fail that that basically if you don't do it this will not happen and let's describe it as a failure and that comes to terminology and and so maybe maybe terminology is key and we've spoke about this before haven't we when we spoke when we when we when we spoke around regret and things like that but mm. to answer the question something that and this is going back quite a few years now i think a lot of the things that i would look around failure sometimes is always around people uh because but when you when you've put when you put trust in somebody and it's gone turbo I, at that time i'd be like i, I failed that because I class myself as quite a good judge of character and I do get it wrong, mm. but it's very, 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 very small percentages when you get it wrong. And and when you're doing things in life, in business and stuff like that, you know, you, unless you're just an individual on your own living your life, then you've got to trust people. And sometimes that trust has a big impact. It's got a lot, you know, I'm trusting you to do this. And if you do not do this, or that you know, then we've got you know that's on you, and I need you to do it because I, we can't. I can't do this unless unless you do that. So looking back, I would say around people where you've brought people in, or and and to be part of something, mm-hmm. and and that's and 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 that's not. And I'm talking like I don't know what am I now for twenty years ago maybe, and mm. it has gone wrong, but it's gone catastrophically wrong. And at that point, I blame I blame myself for that. And I, you know, I've failed. I have well, I failed on. And there's many components of failure there. First one is, you know, you can say, well, I trusted you to do that, and you've not done it. And then as things have gone along, you're going, well, why didn't I see that? I failed to notice that. I could have. There's probably lots and lots and lots yeah. of points in a timeline mm-hmm. of points of failure that have ended up in a massive clusterfuck, for want of a better word. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, but that that to me, I'm like. It's people related, but I also understand that people are people. We, we you know, we, we we're pretty complex individuals. But but when it's been there, and someone's done it, and done it systematically in a way, knowing what they're doing, holy shit, man! And back in the day, boys, I would have gone to war. I'm talking like, mm. uh, yeah, put me in the octagon. Mm. It's going off. Really, that bad. Oh so my god! Yeah. Just, 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 just so I can get that. So it, it's more around people, and is 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 the failure that they failed you? You failed because you brought the wrong people in, or there's a catastrophic fail because we just had the wrong targets in mind, or the the wrong objective, or the wrong outcome. You know, so there's lots of things to look at it from. That it was a failure. You're a failure. I've failed you. What what was that? Which which one was it? Or all of them? It, it's me because it comes back to me. So I am, oh, you know, right. I made I made the initial decision. You know, I'm making a decision. You know, and then and then you've started on that path, and things have happened on that path that has not been noticed, or or not been mm. picked up on, or maybe been picked up on and benefit a doubt, and things have gone, and you know what's going on, and you can see. It's like a disease eating away. Do you know what I mean? It's progressing and progressing and progressing. Mm. And there are so many points. There could be 50 points on that timeline and you missed them all. Alarm bell one, alarm bell two, alarm bell three, alarm bell four, alarm bell five. Do you know what I mean? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. But I look at it now. Now I look back and go, well, if all of that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have, underst- I wouldn't have learned all of that. I wouldn't have understood yeah. all of that. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. when I'm having conversations with with people and companies now, and maybe they're going through something simple, I've got absolute empathy with it because I've been through it. I get what you're telling me, you know. So I can yeah. I can have a conversation yeah. that's not just based on on education. Somebody's been edu- I've been there. I've done it. You know, I've been in the mixer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, there's some similarities there, isn't there? I think we we. We remember failure more when we feel like we've let people down, or we've, you know, when it affects other people's lives. You know, it's I've, the human thing. It, it's the people thing. Yeah, yeah. 
because it, it's an emotional thing. It's it's a feeling, isn't it? I failed. Is 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 it is actually a pragmatic thing. You either did it or you didn't. That's black and white. But actually, you remember the feeling behind the failure. It wasn't so yeah. much how many times did I hit that target. You know, did I hit the revenue income or the sales income, or did we get these right number of clients? Did we get this number of clicks or whatever it is in business. Or, you know, did did I score a goal? Did I make a number of cysts or whatever? Success or failure is defined that way. But what we remember isn't so much what it was it's how we felt and it's that feeling which is quite interesting because if you look at like the history of the word going back it, it was less about business it was more about a character trait so um this comes from the um the latin phrase falere which means to deceive or to disappoint in its earliest usage so it's more of a personality trait than an actual thing it was more about deception or to, or to let people down. And that's what, where failure originally comes from. But it's now become synonymous almost with goal setting and setting targets and objectives. And, and, the, and there's the issue. Um, and, and for me, the, the times I felt like I've failed is it's always been affecting other people. You know, so thinking from a, a work perspective, um, I set myself, I've said it before, I set myself a, a really stupid objective of becoming like, the head of a department and it was out of my control. It's just a stupid goal mm. to set in the first place. And as a consequence of that, I worked even harder and had a breakdown. Um, but um, I bought a franchise and gambled, risked, as we said before, Dave, I risked our money in this franchise and it failed. Now, the problem wasn't me. I worked hard. The problem was the franchise all liquidated it and took our money. But I felt like a failure because mm. I'd taken the risk with our family's money. So I felt like I'd let people down there. And even from a very young age, you know, and, and Phil, you know what I'm talking about with this. You, we, we often measure academic success as, as more important than, than any other form of success. And as a youngster, I was, I'm the youngest of, a, of quite a large family. I was the only one who probably had the opportunity to go to university. And by the time I was 16, I'm like, I just cannot be asked with education anymore. But I probably would have smashed it. I probably would have done well, but I just didn't want to. So I felt like a failure to my family in that respect. And many people that are coach, when we talk about success and failure, it's not often what they set for themselves. It's what other people, their assumptions of what people felt about them. You know, I've, yeah. I've let my daughter down. I've let my son down. I've let my mum down, my dad down, my wife down, whatever. That's what counts more than anything. So, you know, so for me, I think failure is just, um, it's a badly understood phrase. As we first started yeah. speaking, we now, you know, we, we now see it as failure is just one of these things. You know, the, the more you do, the more you learn. It's a simple thing. Mm. You know, you don't, you never really fail unless you learn from it. I think uh, there's a, 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 a Thomas Edison quote, uh, the inventor of the light bulb. And he said, I've never failed. I've just, I've just found 10,000 ways this won't work. Yeah, nice. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. Brilliant. I love that. <laughs> that is <laughs> class. That is absolutely class. So, it's, you know, that, that sort of encapsulates that, doesn't it? Like, you know. And God loves a trier, you know, God loves yeah. a trier is a sort of one of those kind of phrases that, yeah. you know, you keep, you keep bunting away at it and, you know, not giving in to failure. I think that's the thing because you can get upset by stuff, can't you? And dwell and, 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 and think, oh God, you know, I did, and, and, and dwell on those feelings, as you say, Andy, you know, and let them take over. Um, and that holds you back, you know, whereas you just go, you know what, that didn't work, you know. Just got to move on. Mm. But it, it, it can be the, the fear of failure is debilitating. That's yeah. It stops people achieving what they yeah, should achieve. Not just could, but should achieve. You know, some people are born to do certain things. You can see it. I used to go to school with people who got absolutely amazing at football or maths or they're brilliant at dancing or whatever you think. You, you are destined to use that talent. And as soon as they get a setback and they feel like a failure – that's it, ain't taking any more risks. And it's 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 almost criminal to to feel like that. And I don't think it's necessarily society, it's an internal driver. We we don't want to feel the pain of failure is, you know, is something which which is terrible. We've all been affected by it. Obviously, Dave, you you go you go completely nuclear or used to go completely nuclear twenty years ago. You know, Phil, you felt like, you know, again, at a probably similar time in your life that, you know, I'd fail to achieve what I really wanted to achieve there. We all yeah. have. And a lot of it is around career, 
education, money, those measurements of success, which are not actually great measurements of success. So now you're, now you're like 20 years older. How do you see things differently now, Dave? Well, I like to take a punt. I, I'm, I'll have a conversation around anything and I'll have a look at anything, you know. And if I've got the time and, and the energy and the effort to put something that I believe in, I'll have a go. Now, if I do something, it doesn't work out. Like like Edison's quote, do you know what I mean? It's like, okay, well, this doesn't work. What might work? So I, I learn. I, I, I treat it as a as a learning experience, and and that's just. I think that's middle age. You know, my my. my I don't know, you know, I turned, I turned, when I turned 30, I had a bit of a blip when I was 30 and I had an even bigger blip when I was hitting 40. But now I, I'm happy. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm quite comfortable with who I am. I'm comfortable with the stuff that goes on, the good stuff and the bad stuff, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I have my moments, but I have ways to deal with those moments and things that, that sit with it. So I learn from it. It's, it's not worked. Okay, why has it not worked? It's not work because this, this, and this. Okay, if you're doing it next time, what would you do differently? Well, next time, because it's not, I won't go anywhere near it. Or next time, I might do this, this, and this. Mm. That's the way I look at it now. Yeah, I think that's exactly it, isn't it? I think that's mid, the middle age thing we talk about a lot, but it does, you've got all that experience to draw on. You can look at something and someone sort of describes a project to you or, you know, whatever they want to do and and you you've got a quite a good sense of whether that might work or not and how you might tweak that and let's rethink that slightly and that that's got a better chance of of working or not but I don't I don't I think I don't do anything with much of a fear of failure anymore um, I get nervous when I'm sort of, you know, taking on a new piece of work for a new client or, you know, getting involved in the cafe mm. and doing this kind of stuff. I get nervous, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be human if I did, didn't because, you know, it's the nervousness. Mate, that's a good thing. That's because you care and, beca- and yeah. because you give a shit. You give a shit. You give yeah. a shit. If you didn't have that, then you'd yeah. just be like, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. You know, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, and, and then, but then you go, you know what? We live in a world where, information is so readily available like you know you can you can draw insight or draw on your own into your own insights into things draw on the information that's available to us and give anything the best shot that you possibly can if you think it's worth it um i don't it's a weird thing i don't fear failure anymore um it it doesn't it doesn't it just does. I maybe because I'm I am slightly risk averse. I certainly wouldn't put the house on certain things. I wouldn't, you know, if, if I did put the house on something, yeah, I would. I would probably fear a lot more. But I don't, you know, within my my own little world and the thing I get things I get involved with, um, I'd rather not have to fear. Mm. You know what? Fear failure. And we're at an age, aren't we, where we totally? I don't know. We're, our approach to life is life is too short and you've got, we're at an age where mm. we've got parents and other people around us and other families and close friends where things is, things are going on and your attitude is what, well, you know what, today's today, tomorrow's tomorrow. Today's today. Let's, yeah. Let, yeah. Let, let's just do it. But then like we spoke about in the past, your crew of people shrinks down, but the quality of your crew of, pe- of people goes up so you're, mm, you, you know, yeah. you're in your middle life. You've got that experiences. You've got some great people around you, and then it comes down to yeah. you've got you've got that culture. You've got an incredible culture fit around you, and oh my word, that is such a powerful thing. That it's such a powerful thing, mm. and I think you know I always used to be that mm. person that I'm the fixer. You come to me, I will fix it, and ultimately, I don't need to speak to anybody. I'll fix myself. But the cultural fit in your crew now, yeah. I could you can speak to anybody. I could ring one of you two guys up mm. and go, Chaps, what do you think about this? And I'll be having a conversation with you that I would have mm. never ever spoke to anybody about. You know? So mm. it, it's that there's a bit of a glow about this time, even though there's mad stuff goes on because of the age mm. that we're at. There's a bit of a glow around it, you know, that aura, that buzz, that bubble. It, it's yeah. It's a pretty incredible time of life, you know. I mean, 
you know, I, I feared my 30s and feared my 40s. I can't wait to hit 50. God help you. God help it when I hit 60, boys, because the mission is fucking on, whatever that is. I love that. <laughs> and, and, and that's why I'm, you know, because every morning I get up and I can still do stuff. I can still get out there and do things. Fuck it. You know, it, that's, that's, mm. and that's, that's the energy I have around it. You know, it, it's, it's an incredible buzz. I mean, the biggest thing I fear, when I think about failure recently, and I always end up doing, being something to do with outside, I was having a go at an ultra, and I'm thinking, there is no way I'm going to do that, right? And do you know what? I didn't complete it, but I ran the furthest I've ever run. I was buzzing. Now, if I hadn't have done that, mm. then I wouldn't have done, you know, that's the way, I, 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 that's the way I, I look at a lot of things. I compare it to a lot of a lot of outdoor type of sports thing because that's my big, that's what I do in life. You know, I, I mm. love that type of thing. Yeah. And I bring that thinking back to everything else I do in life. You know, that's that's the balance I mm. have. I like what you're saying there. And you, you brought it back to something about, it's more about a feeling of happiness sometimes, you know, just being happy and content with what you've given it a go to. An attitude to, to risk and fear of failure. These are all feelings again, aren't they? This is like, you know, what we're afraid of or, or, or what we're looking forward to. And it's, you know, what's, what's the outcome we're looking for? We speak, I speak a lot about intention. What is it we're actually looking for to get out of this? So the ultra, for example, was the intention to do an ultra success or failure or was the intention to run the furthest I've ever run? And that's, you know, that's a different way of looking at it. It's the same activity with a different intention. Nice. I like that a lot. I mean, for me, it was to do it, but then my thinking changed, you know, my thinking changed because I, I sort of knew I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> so, so that that in itself is, for me, a real character strength, the ability to adapt your thinking. You know, so midway through, and I can empathise with this because I've done stupid things similar. Like sometimes you think, I cannot do this now. So when I did London Marathon, I was going all out for a four-hour marathon. That was it. That was success for me. Um after a few mishaps on route and a few things which were pretty much out of my control, I had to just adjust my, my attitude to it. The old version of me would have gone, oh, fuck it. Just rip my bib, bib off and just, you know, walk to the nearest tube station and, and go to the finish line and just, you know, it's not going to happen now. It's game over. And you see that in sport a lot. You know, some people go, you know, it's not going to happen. I'm out of here. I'm just checking out. But, and, and so I completely get it. Sometimes you think, I've got to adjust my thinking now. My What I intended isn't going to work, but what can I get out of this? You know, what what can I get out of this experience? And I find that when you do that, you develop a level of resilience. It's like, I don't I don't feel like a failure anymore. The original goal isn't going to get hit. But there's another one. I'm going to run the furthest I've ever run before. And that's, you know, that's a more realistic target because there are some things just out of our, our control, aren't they? I really liked what Dave said just back there about um, the, the other thing about being at this point in life is that you, your crew is 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 there. You know, there's fewer people around you, but the the connections are far deeper. And you kind of think, you know, I've had a few things recently where stuff's going on, and I'm like, I've really been, yeah. been able to rely on you guys. I've been really able to rely on a, on, on a couple of pals I've had for many years, and I kind of think back and I go. Well, if this had happened 20 years ago, I wouldn't have been open enough to have those conversations. And those around me wouldn't have been open enough to go. <laughs> there was some clip we shared a couple of months ago, which was a, 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 a comedy sketch from um, Live at the Apollo or something like that. And it's about, you know, how how blokes of a, of a younger age um, deal with their... Uh, friends with 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 who were going through sort of men- mental challenges and what have you, and it was just hilarious. It was like you know, oh, it's always bringing the gate, the, the the bringing the mood down. You know, he should go and top himself, and we'd, it's it, it make it all a lot better. And it's just, and it is that sort of thing of going, going you know, actually, yeah, I saw you get to a point, yeah. and we have all got each of us back in a way that 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 then failure. I don't know. Maybe that's the other thing with youthfulness. Yeah. You, you fear failure because it, maybe you've not got the same level of support. You, you're kind of finding your way in life, aren't you? You've, you've sort of freed yourselves, of set yourself yeah. free of the shackles of your parents. 
um, you know, metaphorically, and and you're at this quite vulnerable place mm-hmm. in life when you're in your in your uh, early twenties, where it's all on you, really. So if you do fuck it up, you know, you want to take that responsibility for fucking up, but it has has a greater impact, and your pals aren't there mm-hmm. in the same sort of way to have that, you know, put the put their arm around you and and you know help make things okay, you know. So I think there's that as well. Mm. I do worry for the younger generations as well, where, my word, obviously, they live a life that's so connected and are putting everything out there that looks awesome. You know, everything's always amazing. Everything's ace. Mm. Everything's a success. Let you tell you about this, so grateful for this, so blessed for that. You know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. nothing. No one puts anything out there. They paint these pictures of these incredible life and environments, and that's not life, you know. So, and then coming through a system where everything's got, you know, the education system where everything's got to be be right, then they've got to go and get whatever they, they want as quickly as possible, and it's got to be the best of the best, so I can show it here and there and everywhere. How... How are where, how do they deal with it? You know, because that is not life. Yeah, yeah, that is not life. No, no, and they've been set up. Yeah, they've been set up for failure from the start, haven't they? You know, you're not driving oh a, an Audi. You're not holidaying in Dubai. You know, you're not you know not having the perfect meal. You know, all of that stuff. It must be incredibly difficult to you know you haven't got the likes you've put a post out and it's not got the <laughs> yeah. likes you you kind of expect it can you imagine that that feels such a stupid thing but but actually that would be a huge thing if you're in that if you if you bought into that kind of that that world mm. everything is so how awesome do you, how do you how do you judge yeah so let's let's unpick this because then failure is every time you post something to instagram or tiktok or, or whatever you know failure is is not just this piece of paper that you got on graduating or not or you know it, it's kind of it's there all the time mm. that's scary it's scary it really is so you've you've kind of you you've added a new dimension to our perceived success and failure, you know, just by listening to that last conversation there. And I think for me, what I'm beginning to feel differently now is that attitude to success and failure depends on those people around you. And you said something quite pertinent there, Phil. It's like, you know, if you've got my back, I'm not really that bothered. And that's the difference in it. But when you're younger, the risks seem so much higher because you've got to deal with that shit on your own. Because the perception yeah. of how am I going to look to other people is completely different. Whereas now, don't actually care because if, if I really mess this up, I'll phone Phil and Dave. I will have a chat yeah. about it. And that's fine because they've got my back and it would just mm-hmm. erode that anxiety or that feeling. And I can I'd get through it a lot quicker. So totally. maybe that's that's a new definition of success. Is how would you feel about things? You know, how do you feel about that? And I think Dave, you mentioned that. It's like it's now it's not about the risk, it's more about how do I feel about it? What where do I find the happiness in it? That's that's something which really stands out to me. Before we go, I've got a few uh, quick questions. Um Is this a quick fire round then? Yeah, do you want to explain how that works? <laughs> I love it. I love it the way that feels straight away, straight away. Is this a quick fire round? <laughs> Bang! <laughs> so, on on the theme of quick fire, um, tell me successes. Successes. We'll take it in turns. Success. Things you really succeeded at, rather than failures. Because I want to. I just. I want to. Want to end, end this on a high. Um, who wants to go first? Do you want me to go first, Dave? Phil. You go first, Andy. Right. Um, I think I'm a bloody good dad. I've succeeded at that. There's no measurement, black or white. I just feel it, and my kids tell me. Who's next? Yeah, I, well, I'm going to cheat and, and use your answer, but yeah, totally. You know, that's that's something where there is no, there's no job description, and you know, success or failure is obvious. And yeah, I think I succeed as a parent. Nice work, Dave. I think it's standard that, in it? 100% I'm with you on that one. I think if I was looking at success at the moment, I feel quite successful for how I feel in my life of where I, where I currently am. 
even though there can be mad ups and downs and stuff like that, I feel quite peaceful, mm. you know? Mm. I feel at peace with who I am. And I'm not saying like, I'm not sitting here going, everything's the complete better, everything's perfect, but I feel quite, I feel quite content. Even with all the shit that goes on, I'm all right with it. I've got, you know, I, when the big wave comes, I put on a certain level of life vest and get me paddle and go at it, you know? Mm. If, that makes, if that makes any sense. Um, do, you, do you want to do another round, quick fire? Yeah, we're going to go on then. All right, okay. Um, recovered from a breakdown successfully. More success then. Mm. I'm going to cheat and use your <laughs> <laughs> You can have it. <laughs> well, I did. And yeah, you know, things were infinitely better on the other side of it. Nice. Hard to see at the time. Yeah. Big win, that. Dave, quick fire. I'm going to go quick fire. Go for it. I'm going to go quick fire rebooted my mental and physical health. Bosh. Super bosh. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Like it. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. That was super quick fire as well. You succeeded at that as well. Do you want to do another round? Go on then. Uh, succeeded at leaving my last job and not worrying about it. I'm going to cheat and... <laughs> oh, oh, my man. word. so predictable. Do you know what, boys? I think it's, I think it's because we've all got very... We've got a lot of similar things that have happened, though. I think that's why the dynamic works so well. You <laughs> yeah. Know? So, Phil, are you using Andes? Uh, I can, but also <laughs> release it, re having a single released in Germany. There we go. That's Ooh. a success. Yeah, yeah. Off the music thing. Yeah, yeah. can do yeah. that one. Dave. Learned to listen. Did he did he say anything then, Andy? Yeah. What what was that? <laughs> I'll have to edit that one out. <laughs> um let's go again. It's a good one. I did an eye man. I did an eye man. Because you can't copy this one. <laughs> <laughs> Just found happiness. Oh, love it, love it, love it. Yeah. For a while. Where was it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you the final one, boys. I'm going to give you the final ones. Started talking cod. <gasps> There's a mic drop there, isn't there? That is it. That's a winner. Do, do, That's do, it. Do, do, do. We all succeeded there, didn't we? Yeah. There's your mic drop moment. So what have we what have we learned today, guys? Succinctly, um, what what the summary is? Do you want me to go again first? Because Dave, you usually finish it off. Um, I'm, I'm going to just repeat slightly what what I said before. What I've kind of learned from this is that our attitude to success or failure is often dependent around the circles that are around us. Do we have support from other people? If you feel like you're True. on your own, the risks are so much higher. As you said, Phil, you know. If somebody's got your back, I'm going for it. So mm. no, that that's that's my attitude now. Thank you for that, Phil. Yeah, no, no, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's terminology around sort of failure, around being risk averse. These are all negative um or, or negatively perceived things, aren't they? And you know, it it's it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah, it's just a it's just a mindset, isn't it? Mm. A success mindset, mm. and and going yeah, as Dave says, if something goes wrong, you just just learn from it. Don't get beaten up yeah. by it. Fail fast. Yeah, that's Yeah, mine mine would be the fact that it can be black and white because it can be simple, can't it? Sometimes you don't do this, this will happen. But that would be the smaller margins. The rest of it can be quite a big, blurry, complex. Dave, you know the final it words. Can be a bit messy sometimes, can't it? Especially when. It's not just yourself, it's other people, you know, and you would take it more personally, won't you? If it affects just you, 
it's it's a lot simpler. If it has an it affects on other people, then that that's a bit different. That that's a bit different. But sometimes you just got to take not sometimes, but the majority of times you got to take a mm. punt. You've got to take that punt. See what happens. Yeah. And if it, if it doesn't work this way, it might work that way. You know, or he might choose to shut it down completely. Mm. But at least mm. you've had a go. Be a have a go hero, Dave. Do what you do. Do what you do best. Wrap it up for us. I will wrap it up. Class as always, guys. Class as always. And to everybody that listens, especially thank you for listening. Uh, it would be awesome if you give us a like, a follow, and a share. Maybe a comment, you know. Get in there. Let us know what you think. And if you want to get in touch, anything at all, any questions that you might have or suggestions for future topics, which would be cool, drop us an email at hello at talkingcod.com. Yeah.